Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Is the future brighter for one team than we originally thought? We will get into all of that here. Coming up in just a couple of moments from now, it's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're taking you all the way up till the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports radio uh so brady quinn it's just you and i right now babe just you and i uh just uh you know double barrel action old school like on uh, the old sunday night radio show we used to do together we're talking that? about like oh, like like an over under shotgun here you know what i'm talking about yeah you got one up one down yeah a little bit of that little, yeah little trap and skeet shooting back in the day like when i was a kid i'm more of a double barrel guy myself to be honest with you you know like, i think double barrel action just sounds better you know you and i yeah. a little double barrel you don't even know what that means do you? i have no idea don't even okay. care uh this isn't this isn't some edition of guns and ammo here on fox sports radio but what we're talking about uh is what we saw last night on monday night football which was uh the pittsburgh steelers who are i mean they're interesting i don't know let me just say this about both teams i think i come away with learning more about both teams chicago for the better with fields in particular the more the longer that game went, the, the better he played. Yeah, and really put his team in a position to have a shot at the end of the game. Uh, and, and I think that's growth, that's progress, that's what you saw from him at Ohio State. The more he played, the better he got. And that's what Bears fans have to remember with this draft selection: was he was not ready week one to be the guy. He's not going to be ready to be truly what he can be as a quarterback until he gets some more reps, some more time in there. So trust the process, be patient, and watch how much better he'll continue to get. But for the Steelers, the Steelers, Steelers. that's a team that, you know, when they jumped out to, what it was a 14-0 lead, 14-3, yeah. 
I'm, I'm thinking like they're controlling this game. The Najee Harris rushing touchdown, it almost looked like one of those scenarios where the defense is like trying to let the, the yeah, other team game. score to get the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, geez, dude, this is going to be a long game if this is how it's set up. But then down the stretch, I mean, they're having a hard time capitalizing on things. You're getting some penalties that are going your way. And you still can't just close out this team. Maybe that's a credit to the Bears, but it's also why I think if you're a Stillers fan, you should feel suspect about this team. They just can't figure out a way of, well, I should say this. Look, they won the game. They didn't cover the spread, right? They're supposed to win by a touchdown. Agreed. Some people may have said, hey, lay the points here with Pittsburgh because they're by far and away a better team and playing at home, which ended up not being an issue. And by the way, the Bears have been awful against the spread yeah. in prime time in particular. But none of that matters because they covered and Fields looks better. They're, they're, it feels like they're heading in a better direction. And that's good news for Matt Nagy. Um, now, I would ask you this. Oh, by the way, they keep showing clips of uh, Cassius Marsh post game. I swear to God, he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio off The Revenant with that coat he's wearing. He's wearing like one of those fur coats. You remember the part where Leonardo DiCaprio crawls out of the horse, that dead horse? Uh, by the way, that dead horse. <laughs> you know, there's probably, yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, we had our Breeders' Cup uh, yeah, promo there last week, and uh, I really, I really wanted to ask. All right, over under a half of the amount of white sheets pulled out I don't know. at the Breeders' Cup. Uh, now here's here's the thing. It, it is good to know that uh, that the old material from our uh, nickel and dime oh, yeah. Sunday night radio show works in uh, prime time. That is uh, that is good to know that we could just go back to the to the uh, the go to the hits the classics here. Uh, but never mind Cassius Marsh and, and whether or not he looks like uh, he came out of the revenant um was justin fields the best quarterback on the field last night i'm not willing to go that far i think it was close though i think it was close. it felt that way down the stretch yeah it felt like he was the one playing that was going to win his team the game or again at least put him in a position to have a shot now the the only issue with that is um when you line up to take a <laughs> to kick a 65 yard field goal um i mean you'd like it to at least <laughs> at least be in the vicinity. They get to the end um, zone. Yeah, I mean, just to have a shot. Right. I just that's one of those where like people were probably gonna be ragging on Chris Boswell to, to hit the weight room anytime soon. Like, you know, it's it's you walk a kicker walks into a bar. Oh, I can I can kick a sixty five yarder. Okay. Oh oh you can? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, last night. Well, listen, I mean, uh, you know, Cairo Santos, uh, he's not known to have this booming leg. Uh, he had made 40 consecutive field goals in a row. Like he was on a uh, just an impressive run, 40 consecutive field goals in a row. If you're going to lose, uh, I guess, your 40 consecutive in a row streak, you, you want to lose on a 65-yarder. The problem is when it only goes 38, uh, I think that's when, the, uh, that's when we have a little bit of an issue. Well, and know? the other issue is, is like the Bears have constantly had issues with field goal kicking. Now, this is not an instance where they have, right? right? Like, he's, he's actually yeah. been pretty consistent. They feels yeah. like they've solved that problem, and then you put him out there for a 65-yarder, yeah. which, you know. I mean, at, at, yeah. at this point. It wasn't a double doink. It was more of like a, oh. Yeah, it's, uh, a yeah, it's just, uh, just an awful situation in Chicago. But Justin Fields spoke after the game because there were, there were a couple of moments outside of just whatever the officiating uh, stuff was with the taunting and the Cassius Marsh. Some people had, were asking, why was he not getting the benefit of the doubt on some of these calls, a late hit included, which seemed like a, a pretty you know, obvious late hit penalty. Uh, he spoke about it afterwards. He told me that he ran into me, um, which I thought is, is a late hit. So, I mean, if he ran into me after I throw the ball, but, I mean, I don't know. And I said, uh, Big Ben just got that call, so I don't know why you can't give me that call. I mean, I just needed him to call it both ways. So um, that's, that's what I told him. But, um, yeah, so that's the only conversation we got. It's a common theory, you know, the vets, they get those calls. I think Joe Burrow said something about that like a few weeks ago. Like, you know, once we get older and once we get you know, to that time, we're, we're going to get those calls. But being a young QB, you're, you're just not going to get those calls. And you just have to face the fact. That's kind of weird, man. It's kinda, I mean, if, if it's a penalty, it's a penalty. It, it should be the case. It's not always, always the case. I told you before, like you learn that when you first get into college football and, and you're a young buck, haven't earned your stripes yet. It tends to be the same thing. Even at that level, you get in the NFL, the same thing. And it's because you want to protect the stars of that league. And he's still building up 
you know, that stardom right now as the Chicago Bears quarterback. So, look, I'm not trying to make an excuse for the refs, and I'm not saying it's right either. I'm just telling you the reality of it. So we can discuss, we can complain about all we want until he's anointed as the guy. He's probably not going to get some of those questionable calls, which, and by the way, the officials always have, especially in the case of a late hit, because it is kind of a judgment call. The officials looking at whether the player had time to stop or avoid contact, you know, after the play was kind of over, the whistle was blown. It is considered unnecessary roughness. So it kind of falls in that category. But the reality is it's a judgment call. And those officials more often than not, are not going to be as you know hesitant um, about making a call for a guy who's a Hall of Famer, a week in a week out star in the NFL that's helping their team one way or another. They they kind of make you earn it. And again, it's not right. You know, I'm I'm not saying that's that's how it should be. It's just how it is. Uh, now, on the subject of Justin Fields, uh, he because there's this is kind of a two parter. It, it first starts with Justin Fields, and then it moves over to Matt Nagy and, and that situation. But as far as him as a quarterback, he's getting better, right? I mean, it feels like he's getting a little bit better every single week. He's starting to make more plays. Um, the touchdown pass was a nice throw in the corner of the end zone. He seems like he's more decisive. If you go back to his first start against. Cleveland, it feels night and day different between him holding on to the football and the way that he's playing. So if, at least if you're a Chicago Bear fan or you're the Bears organization, you feel like you're at least headed in the right direction. Sure. Yeah, look, I mean, a lot of football still left to be played. Uh, I thought he finished the game, you know, better than how they started. Um, and, and, you know, people are going to read the box score and they're going to see the yards, they're going to see all those things and, and feel, you know, good about it. But there's still some things he needs to continue to kind of build and prove upon. And, and the tough thing is, is their offensive line isn't great. You know, he got sacked a few times last night. They, yeah. Going into the game, they had the most sacks allowed of any team. And, he, and, you know, Fields is a big part of that. But, you know, yeah, it, it, look, his best playing days are ahead of him. You know, I, I don't know if we need to keep beating a dead horse like we're at Santa Anita right now. <laughs> and, and there's not a ton more evaluation to give because the, the bigger question becomes, it's not so much about fields. It's about whether or not Matt Nagy will be his head coach, be calling the plays. Yes. Will he even be running this system next year? And that's still on the horizon. We don't know. I see. I, I, that's why I look at this and go, man, this is cool. He played well. I mean, you're, you're seeing glimpses of uh, you know, a, a great upside and it doesn't matter. Because Matt Nagy's probably going to lose his job at the end of this year. Like, they're not a playoff team. And, and if they're not a playoff team, Matt Nagy's not going to be the head coach next year. And if you've already, if you've already made a stink about who's calling the plays and, uh, and, and who's responsible for Justin Field's success, if they've already pretty much identified that it's not Matt Nagy calling plays, I don't see why he's kept around. you got Baltimore next week, and then you've got a short week in Thanksgiving against the Detroit Lions. They're going to lose to the Detroit Lions and the Baltimore Ravens. I'm telling you right now, uh, Dan Campbell's first win as Lions head coach will be against the Chicago Bears on Thanksgiving. So as you're getting ready to eat some turkey, uh, to eat a little bit of stuffing, have another glass of wine, just remember where you heard this. The Bears are going to lose to the Detroit Lions, and it would not surprise me to see if the Chicago Bears made a move in season. How about that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it on Thanksgiving, Brady Quinn. I mean, I don't smoke nor have a pipe, but <laughs> thank you for that. Um, I, I'm more curious, like, what happens with the Lions if they go over? Like, if they revisit They're not. They're playing the Bears of, again. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily sold on that at this point. I, because it, it's different than the Browns that sat on for an 0-16 season where you saw Hugh Jackson survive it because that's what they signed up for. They, they literally signed up for that with the way they went about trying to acquire draft picks to then build through the draft. And it was different. There was like a sense of, all right, we know it's going to be bad. I mean, I don't think they knew they were going to be, you know, one in 31, but I think that's, that's kind of what they signed up for that. I mean, even though it's a rebuilding process in Detroit, I don't know that that was the expectation, and I'll be curious to see how the rest of this thing goes for Detroit because that's a team that seems very uncompetitive. And by the way, and, and you may you may think that the Bears are going to lose to them, and maybe they will, but. I don't know, man. I, I think the Bears come out as at least a three and a half, four point favorite in that one. Well, um, I, I do think, you know, remember back to the Hugh Jackson situation in Cleveland. Was that when they finally won a game? Remember when he wept, he cried that they had finally won a game? 
You remember that? Like there was like yeah, that well, it, the the bigger deal was Bud Light like unlocked all these yeah, fridges yeah, there was that. with yeah. beer for everyone, and then people just went ham there in Cleveland. I mean, yeah. you're talking about burning cars. I mean, flipping stuff. It was unbelievable. I think the lake was on fire again. And, and by the way, how about t- the bad luck of Tyrod Taylor? That Tyrod Taylor in conse- like this this is his run over the past few years. He gets injured on a Thursday night game. Baker Mayfield comes in, and Bud Light fridges open up around the country because the Browns finally win a game. Then he gets stabbed by his own trainer, leading to Justin Herbert, who's in the MVP conversation this year in the NFL. And then he goes to the to uh, the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson is still not playing because he had way too many visits to the Grab Lab. And uh, Deshaun, uh, and so Tyrod Taylor's there in Houston for a bad Texans team who can't muster up enough points to help me cover the spread against the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. I mean, talk about a bad run for Tyrod Taylor, man. No respect for that guy. Sounds like a bad run for you betting. Yeah, uh, on, I was two on and one Taylor. this weekend. Two and one yeah. this weekend. Two and one. You feel Knox good about locks. that? Hey, Baker yeah. Mayfield over one and a half touchdowns. All right, listen, David and Joku got it done. Brady Quinn, don't don't be afraid to go into the prop market from time to time. Right? Uh, yeah, we, we yeah. hit on a couple last night, so yeah. I'm not too worried about that. Had the over of one and a half touchdown pass for Ben Roethlisberger. Had the over in the game. All so right. if we're really going to start flaunting okay. things that have nothing to do with our show, interesting. L- l- let's just put it all out there. Uh, you, you are uh, you're, you're a full blown degenerate. The worst thing that ever happened to Brady Quinn was sports gambling being introduced to you because you've completely changed. You're not the same guy anymore. Like now, every time we talk, you got some sort of prop bet. You got action on something. Uh, it's it's disgusting. I think I, I'm just glad we. We were able to give our listeners an opportunity to, to really see you know what's going to happen with Justin Fields. Like I feel like this is a very topical subject, given Monday Night Football last <laughs> night. Really, really felt like this was this is a great way to open up this hour. Yeah. Uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Lamar Arrington, who is not currently with us, he, he will be back later this hour. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, it's so coming up next. Uh, you will not believe the college football story that Brady Quinn wanted to shoehorn into this hour here on FSR. This is all Brady Quinn all the time. He is all over this story. You talk about a shoehorn job as he tries to wedge this one in here uh, in the final part of our show here on the last hour. We'll have it for you next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is 
getting you down. It's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's H I M S.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex chews are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up later on this hour, we will have the scraps here, some things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to. Usually a lot of grab-ass and shenanigans uh, for you here on a Tuesday morning, so we'll have that for you here uh, a little over 20 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so, Brady Quinn, um, somebody in uh, college football pulled a Matt Nagy fired all their assistants what's that about that's uh unbelievable uh, let's let's not call it that because it's really not on the on the outset i think that can actually be the mistake people make with looking at nebraska situation uh scott frost their head coach there was a thought because they haven't been bowl eligible since he's been there they're not going to be this season and with their new athletic director, Trev Alberts, a former Husker, there's a thought that maybe they would move on from Scott Frost. But they have been competitive this year, and I, I think Trev Alberts is saying, let's give this thing another year. The issue is, is in order to do so, Scott Frost had to make changes. And he made changes by basically letting go of his entire <laughs> offensive staff like I don't even know how they're going to play the next couple of games because they let go of their offensive line coach their running back coach and their quarterback coach all those guys gone (laughs) now what this was was a move because they're saying hey let's create some more space to be able to hire coaches that we feel like would help us more offensively so they've cleared up between the million dollars that Scott Frost is giving back to this pool next year, they've created two point, about $2.8 million. So that's what they've got to work with to go hire the best OC they can find for that money. O-line coach, running back coach as well to help out with that group. Uh, but <laughs> this year is going to be a little bit awkward. Recruiting could be a little awkward as well because now you've got a bunch of coaches who are probably trying to pitch to offensive players for next year that that ain't happening. Um, and so there's a lot of things up in the air. But on the outside, this looks like, hey, kind of a move similar to what Matt Nagy did. But the difference is, if you knew this was going to happen at the end of the season, it's kind of smart that he let them go now. 
Because now he at least gives all of those coaches the opportunity to go be a coach somewhere else next year instead of waiting another few weeks when you've got other schools who are looking for either a head coach and maybe they found it or they're, and they're looking to put together a staff. You allow them the opportunity to let everyone else know, hey, I'm available. I'm not here anymore instead of waiting another month to let this whole thing shake out. And, and to your point, and obviously I tease when I'm saying the Matt Nagy stuff, but to your point, like they are competitive. I mean, they're playing good teams and they're competitive, whether it's Oklahoma or Michigan State oh, or do Michigan. Do you want to go through all the different ways they've lost it's this year? Ter- it's terrible. It's, it's awful. I mean, they missed two field goals and a PAT, one of which versus Oklahoma – got returned for a two-point conversion. Like, given college football and how close they kick a point after touchdown from, somehow it got blocked and returned for a two-point conversion. Like, you can't make this stuff up. They had a fumble late in the game at home, and they had things wrapped up versus Michigan. That let them in the back door. Uh, They ended up throwing versus Purdue a game that they were somehow competitive to a degree in. They throw four interceptions. Four interceptions in that game, and and they didn't have one takeaway on defense, so just a lopsided affair. Michigan State, I I believe they had, I think that one they had a botched punt. Um, A couple other things kind of went wrong, interception and overtime. Like, it's just, it's always one or two plays, and they're really not that far off if they could just make these fixes and find that, like, you know, big win that Scott Frost can put his stamp on. They just haven't been able to do it this and year. And they've got two top 25 teams remaining on the schedule. they got Wisconsin and Iowa. So they've played a really tough schedule, and they've been in all these games. The one thing I'll, I'll give Trev Howard's credit for is before the season started, there was this feeling that they were looking almost for a way to get rid of him. That they thought, oh, okay, well, Trev Alberts is in, and and there was some conversation, and Scott Frost, I think they were going back and forth in the media, if I remember correctly, or something like that. There, there just was this feeling that Scott Frost, his time in, in, in Lincoln was over with. I'll, at least he's going to get another year. I just wonder... Is it even going to matter? I mean, is this a coaching thing? I mean, it, it, does he just need better players? I mean, how many more uh, how many more years of eligibility uh, does their quarterback have? There, Martinez. I mean, what are we talking about? He's well, like thirty eight now, right? Everyone got an additional one yeah. last year, so if he wanted to, he could come back. Because I think he which, just turned forty, right? If I'm not, uh, not quite, okay. not, not not quite, but uh, he's he's up he's up there in age. He's one of the elder statesmen in college football. But it, it does bring to light a good question because Scott Frost was an offensive-minded guy. He really built his reputation, obviously, as a player at Nebraska, but then at Oregon as an offensive coordinator and UCF as an offensive play caller for that program and bringing them to some of their highs. So the fact that Adrian Martinez hasn't developed to be the quarterback they thought he was going to be after his freshman year and this offense hasn't taken off. I think that's the most alarming thing because that was the whole reason why you hired Scott Frost in the first place outside of the fact that he was a legendary player for you in Nebraska. And, and so I do wonder, like, regardless of how next season goes, I mean, aren't you saying to yourself, well, like, what was the impact of Scott Frost then? Yeah. Like, if this was what got him the job in the first place, given his offensive acumen, and you're bringing in an entirely new offensive staff, bringing in guys that aren't his guys – then what are we really doing? Like, are you just keeping him around because he is what he is? I mean, and, and look, and I understand, I, like, when you bring back the prodigal son, and this applies to Michigan, this applied to Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, it applies obviously now to Scott Frost at Nebraska, and you, you, can, you can look to a number of places where they bring back an alum to be the guy. I just, I mean, I don't know where it ever really works out that well. It just it feels like there's always these unrealistic expectations that are never met. And, and that's that's exactly the, the problem here. And we've talked about the Jim Harbaugh stuff before. Like a lot of people look at Harbaugh and they go, well, you know, he loses these big games. All that is fair. He can't beat Ohio State. He struggled against Michigan State. He's he's struggled in big games. All that's fair. But what was your expectation when he took over for Michigan? Because they were awful. And, and I would argue that Harbaugh has been a success. What are the realistic expectations if you're Nebraska? Are, are they just going to be, at best, an eight- or nine-win team every year? A, a team that's kind of on the fringe, not, not an Ohio State, not a Penn State, not even a you No, know, a but, but an Iowa, a, a Wisconsin, okay. and Iowa. That, that's what you're talking about. Because Nebraska's never going to be what they once were. They're just not. Not, not in this college it's football climate. It's too tough. Climate. 
It, well, it's tough, but I also think the difficulty is you're seeing a lot of the schools that have been able to entice players to come there. And not, it's not built on tradition anymore. It's not built on history anymore. It's not built on all those things. You know, the playing field now has been one in which you, you typically see the, the best programs, the ones that are dominating, continue to dominate because, you know, everyone wants to win a national championship. And if there's a lack of parity, and it's just basically every other year, Alabama, at least that's what the stats have shown us. It's hard to recruit against that. It's hard to recruit against a Georgia and some of these other places. So there's a lot of changes that I think, you know, it's, it, it's cyclical. After Nick Saban leaves Alabama, who knows what they'll become. But it's cyclical, and, and we go through those ebbs, ebbs and flows. But it's, it's hard because the fan base thinks they should be a national championship contender. And the reality is nine wins is a good season for them right now. But they fired that back when they fired Bo yeah. Pelini. <laughs> I, I, you know? I, and Frank I, I, Solich wasn't enough for you, and he I averaged know. 10 wins a season. <laughs> so it's just – it's an unreal, unrealistic expectation, which, by the way, this just isn't a college football thing. This, this is a societal thing. Like, we have these expectations now that every team in the NFL should win a Super Bowl every year. You know, everyone everyone should get a raise at their job, or everyone should be the best. Away. It's just not the case. Like, I'm sorry to break it to you. It's just it's hard to be at the top, and and it's going to take a while for Nebraska to be able to get back to that. And, and then I'll just finish by saying this: they were better off in the Big Twelve or Big A back when they were there. Hundred percent. But the, but now, I mean, one look what's happening to the Big Twelve. It, it's completely falling apart. And also, there's a much bigger payday in the Big Ten. So they're not putting that toothpaste back in the bottle. Like, they've already made that decision. They're getting paid too much by the Big Ten for being a part of that conference. And so they're moving forward, com- you know, competing and recruiting against schools that, to be quite honest, regionally are doing a much better job recruiting and, and being able to build up their rosters where they're just not going to be as competitive until they figure this thing out and they find a way of having that breakout season where maybe they can entice more recruits or now with NIL, get those boosters to open up the checkbooks and start writing some checks to these players. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the difference in payout between a team being in the big 10 and the big 12 is something like 30 million. It's almost it? 30. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, man. And people wonder why, why, why not just go back for tradition? Cause $30 million, it's $30 million well, a year. They're getting it's that, and I think it's also that what became very apparent during COVID is how slim some of these, these budgets are. People want to talk about the endowments all they want, and I, I've always said this to people. It's not like you can just tap into whatever endowment funds you want. Those are earmarked. Those are directed usually towards specific requests or asks from a donor and how they're going about doing it. And so it's not as simple as just saying, well, take money out of the endowment. Those funds are endowed to a specific cause. It doesn't always allow you to just generally say, we can put this into whatever they want. Now, there are some ways around that. But again, you kind of got to jump through some hoops in order to make that happen. You'd like to be able to find boosters that want to support the program and with name, image, and likeness can write some of these big checks to get some of the most talented players to come there and play. But it's a risky proposition. We see five-star, four-star kids all the time that don't end up making it. And if they're unhappy there, what do they do? They get a free pass in the transfer portal. So it's, it's a, the college football has become one of the most difficult jobs as a head coach to be able to maintain the players on your roster and then be able to create a roster that's going to be one that's competitive enough to win a national championship on a consistent basis. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, we are going to have uh, the scraps, uh, some things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to, which is basically grab ass. It's where we play a little bit of grab ass here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the wonderful Edmund Garcia. Yeah, no, no grab ass here. Just, uh, just Aww. lots of facts and uh, no fun numbers Eddie. and scores. That's what I do. Roast uh, beef uh, sandwiches at uh, Fresno Seder. Roast beef. Oh, oh roast whatever. Beef, Tri-tip huh? roast oh, beef. No, whatever. Yeah, well, tri-tip. It's not whatever. Fr- Fresno State was roast beef this week. Oh, oh. That, that, is, that is insulting, oh. Eddie. I'm rooting for them as much as anyone else. I keep saying that to you, but. This past week, not a good show. I, I was there, Brady. You're, uh, <laughs> were you? I, I, saw, I saw it. Uh, yes. How disappointed were you? <laughs> as disappointed as I've ever been. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, man. I'm sorry. That's no, okay. No, no. They, they, uh, you praise them when they're good, and when they're not, you got to call them out. Will you go to their bowl game? 
It depends on where it is. Okay. I, I'm not going to Idaho. Uh, so. <laughs> You're not going to Detroit for the Motor City? Not no that way. Planet no, not. Yeah. no, no. All right. Do it. Uh, how about uh, fresh off uh, another award-winning appearance uh, on television? LeVar Arrington joining us here. TV Hi. star LeVar. That's right, baby. Yeah, TV star LeVar. Uh, just, you know, a little bit of multitasking. You know, guys like us, we're good at that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I would know. I wouldn't know. I'm, uh, I'm a radio first guy. That's, that's you know, me. I got to oh, tell okay. you, although the circumstances weren't the most ideal, I was pretty pumped up to see the one suit, bro. I, w- I was there. I oh, was yeah. There you got to see, you. yeah, the one suit I have. Yeah. You guys uh, look listen, like I, the Blues uh, Brothers, you and Brady. You yeah, know, I was listen, enjoying it. That's what know? we do, man. I listen. thought you gained some weight there, LeVar, but it was, it was just Antoine Walker. Oh, my God. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my gosh. Roberto. Hit the button. Hit the button. Yeah, yeah. Hit the button. Hit the yourself, yeah, yeah. Hit the button on yeah. yourself, Roberto. Yeah. Yeah. What you trying yeah, to say? You trying it. to say me and Antoine, all me and Antoine Racist. Walker look alike? That's what you're trying to uh, say, Roberto? Unbelievable. Uh, you know, okay. hey, Roberto, okay, you, Berto. you know, what he prompted he, this. Roberto, he'd like to be re- invited back there next week. You know, like, there, there, there is that. Oh, Antoine Walker God. was one hell of a basketball yeah, right player. He was. Like, quick, interesting story. Interesting story. <laughs> I played. Against Antoine Walker, we were on the same. Uh, I played travel basketball. We were on the same circuit. He was an elite. I was a, a eighth man, ninth man off of the bench for the the team that I played for. Interesting tidbit of of information: the Danny Forson that went to Cincinnati and ended up playing in the NBA was from Pittsburgh, and. I was on the same AAU travel basketball team as him oh, and played that. against guys like Antoine Walker and Stephon Mulberry, uh, Samaki Walker, uh, Lamar Odom, you know, a host of very, very, very legendary in their own rights basketball players. Look there at that. Go. People didn't know I was a basketball player, but I actually yeah. played basketball oh, first. You, you can't jump over a line of scrimmage and not be a hooper. Yeah. Wow. You, you know, oh, the man. interesting thing about that is I always tell guys – you should do multiple sports. I, I definitely would say do not do the specializing because the 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 abilities and the skills that you develop in other sports, like my timing oh, yeah. on pass rushing and and dunking on people and, and like so it's like I I leapfrog people because it's like I was dunking on them. The you know, ability I, to multitask both on and off uh, the, the field too is a, is a big thing. Yeah, here we go. I mean, yeah. What? It's just, you're right. Everything's I mean, got to be a crank right, joke. Brady, I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. I'm just saying. Now, let me, let you me have to be able to multitask often on the field with your grades, with your relationships, yep. you know, with Work. your relationships. Uh, time your management. Yep. Relationships. And, and with your good. relationships. With and, your relationships. And all of the relations within your relationships. Yeah. You have to all be right. able to manage Very those, good. especially when you're great at multitasking. Yeah, totally. Okay, there you go. All right. So I'm not even going to. I'm not, because this. This with your relations, yeah, Brady and your wants to. Yeah, he wants, with a lot of the relations. Yeah, he, he's, yes, he's trying. To, he's trying to force a. Uh, you know, oh, and you could also be a security guard and play pocketball at the same time. Yeah, you're, you know, I didn't say that. I, I didn't. That's that exactly where you're going. Chargers. It's exactly where he's going. Stan Kroenke, that that new stadium. Everything's been above right. board. Yeah. We haven't seen any security guards playing pocketball <laughs> in front of the cheerleaders. All right, <laughs> that's very good. And by the way, I wish we did. Okay. By the way. Okay. Well, I wish we I'll, did I'll, see I'll, pocket pools. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the gift during the break. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, a potential Hall of Famer could be in big, big trouble. We'll tell you who it is right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be it's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, if you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com afterwards uh, or wherever else you find uh, your podcast. Just search for two pros and a cup of Joe. We're going to be back on the air tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. Same time, same place. A little hump day action uh, on, uh, on FSR. So that'll be a lot of fun. A little hump day action there. Brady Quinn.
little hump. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, yeah. Yeah, everyone's trying to get it in, man. Yeah. Just trying to get through the week. Absolutely. You know? Totally. Yeah. Way, to, way to keep it classy. All right. Uh, without further ado, it's time we get into this. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the great Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, to find out what the hell we've missed so far on the show. Lee? You guys, yesterday we had talked about a possible Manning curse out there as all the active players that have showed up on the Manning broadcast have lost the the following week. Well, last night we didn't get a Manning cast. They only have 10 games this season. They elected not to broadcast for the Steelers and the Bears. But we did learn one thing. Eli Manning is in a little bit of hot water. He's got three FCC complaints about him for giving the double birds when talking about Eagles fans, specifically young fans flipping him the bird when he was a player. One uh, one complaint saying, Mr. Manning's actions are offensive to me as a viewer. It was also offensive as a Philadelphia native and sports fan. There were young children watching that broadcast last evening, which is ironic because he was talking about specifically young fans giving him the birds. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, he's a Manning, so he won't be held accountable. So I think we can uh, just go ahead and... Well, if they get down to the memorabilia situation, you think anyone's going to care to find out about this? <laughs> I was I'm just gonna saying. Say, right. I was going to say, uh, but, you know... That's all right. Uh, you can't mess with football royalty, yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. Just, that uh, last name is Manning. Yeah, you, right? know, you, you sure? Untouchable. Yeah. You sure that's a game-worn jersey? Untouchable. We sure that's a game-worn jersey? Well, they rubbed a little grass stain yeah, on it. Yeah, you know, it looked like the same when he had a warm-up. Just weird uh, how that works. Uh, interesting how that, uh, that whole thing plays out there. Uh, look, the Manning cast, people, uh, you know, they, they seem to be big fans of it. I just, I want to watch the game. I don't need all the other bells and whistles. I, I just don't. I, I don't need to see uh, Peyton Manning eating chicken wings. I don't need to see uh, Eli Manning in his socks uh, trying to do the Dak Prescott hip thrust uh, in front of some golf simulator in his basement. I'm just not into it, man. I'm an X's and O's guy, Brady Quinn. I watch the all-22s. I just want to watch football, bro. That's all I want. Protein As I've said from the beginning... I don't know what audience they're they're capturing. I think anyone who loves the Manning cast is into football. They're probably watching regardless of whether they're on or not. I actually didn't even turn it on last night, so it wouldn't have mattered either way. So that's one thing. But the other thing is, is like, you know, you're kind of relying on guests. Like some of their best content is actually the guests that they bring in. And so couldn't that just be anyone then doing the broadcast? Does yeah. it have to be the Mannings? Yeah, I agree. What else we got, Lee? You guys, we all know that Odell Beckham is on the waiver wire. All teams have a chance at him before 1 p.m. Pacific time today. One team we know will not be putting in a claim is the Detroit Lions, who have the number one waiver claim priority due to their 0-8 record. Dan Campbell says they will not be making that claim. <laughs> like well, he was going to go there anyways. Did, did, yeah, I was going to say, didn't he make <laughs> contingencies? Like he's already trying to dictate who's going to claim them. When it's like, look, man, you're not in that position. You're subject to waivers. And if a team wants to claim you, you, you kind of have to figure out how to work this thing out. Do you not? It's, I mean, he, he wants to go to a playoff contending team. I mean, that's oh, way down man. the pecking order and the waiver wire. It's like, uh, you know, it's like Ted Bundy telling somebody, hey, you know what? Just so you know, I'm not interested in you. Oh, no, no, no. Just so you know, I'm not interested in you. Like, I, like don't don't get ahead of the story here. Like, Dan Campbell, it's great. Not going to be putting in a waiver claim. But let's just say they did. How's that going to go, Brady Quinn? Odell Beckham's going to say, cool, I'm not going. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'd rather retire and go play in the CFL. It's I, not I, happening. I, I wonder who it is he's hoping to go play for. You know, like, I wonder what team particular. I, I know Seattle's been thrown out there. Las Vegas has been thrown out there. It, well, it's got to be a team, according to uh, Odell Beckham, it's got to be a team that's uh, in playoff contention. That's uh, anywhere in the AFC West. Yeah, and he also was just on a team that was in playoff contention. So I don't know, what, right. I don't know what's happening here. Right. Very strange. So, yeah. uh, what else we got, Lee? You guys, yesterday we had talked about Mac Jones' possible dirty play bringing down uh, Burns after the strip sack. He comes back with his explanation saying he was just trying to tackle him and make the play because he didn't know what was going on in that bang-bang play. And he also said he thought he had the ball. He thought Brian Burns had the ball. I mean, listen, I'm, I'll buy it. I'm in. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. That's what you say. You know, when you get in that situation, 
That's what you say. Uh, he gator-rolled him. Yeah, well, what you do, what you do he, he really needs to learn this. You have to use a big word that throws people off. So if you say, well, in the midst of all of it, I was discombobulated, people are like, wait, what? <laughs> and, and I just thought he had the ball, so I tackled him. People are going to be so confused by discombobulated on top of like what happened. You're like, yeah, that sounds believable. He, he just used a big word. He seemed confused. I'm confused now. I, I believe him. Let's go ahead and put that in print. Yeah. I just, uh, look, <laughs> he got tagged. Um, you know, he was looking around. I, I think. He did get tagged. Okay. I mean, absolutely <laughs> tagged. Like it was deer season and he just got clipped. Now, I don't think it was as bad as, was it Davis Mills who got just annihilated earlier this year? Who was the yeah. rookie that got crushed They pronounced him dead. Year? They actually uh, ended up bringing him back to life the, after that hit. Yeah, I'm no, sure. that's a good point. And, and I was just going to say that if you're, when you watch the Mac Jones play, isn't part of that on Brian Burns because he kind of turned the wrong way? Like, I mean, if he's ever dealt with a leg lock in jujitsu, he knows you got to turn the other way. Why would you turn I, back? I, I don't to, know. To I'm not going to break this down. I'm not, you Listen, know, I'm not the type of guy that's going to score, you know, uh, professional fights I mean, let, on Twitter. Know, if we're doing, like, I'm not going to go that deep into it and really try to break down an MMA fight or a boxing look. match on Twitter. Uh, and then, you know, try to act like my scoring card matters. Hey. Like, I'm not that type of person on social media. Well, I mean, since since you did ask the question, you're probably wondering what I scored the Canelo fight, correct? I mean, is that, no, is that what I we're didn't. getting I at wasn't, here? I wasn't curious w- at all. What about the uh, the uh, Colby Covington, uh, Kamaru Usman fight? Nope. Were you curious nope. how I scored that I, one? I, I, yeah, didn't really okay. care to either how right. you scored him. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I appreciate the support. I uh, appreciate yeah. the support. If you'd like yeah. uh, round-by-round round coverage of boxing at Brady. I wish Brady I could Cassius Marsh roundhouse kick you right now. <laughs> You're an FSR. I hate you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 